Thank you for joining us for this episode of What the Finance. There are a few things we like to mention at the top of each episode. First, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email what underscore the underscore finance at protonmail.com or join the What the Finance Discord server. Second, it would mean a lot to us if you could support our show through Patreon. Starting at $3 a month, you can get episode shoutouts, access to topic polls, and get to listen to some pretty hilarious outtakes. And third, as we seek to be a more inclusive show, we want to acknowledge that colonialism is an ongoing process, and capitalism, which we regularly decry, is part of this process. We are recording this episode on the ancestral land of the Dakota and Ojibwe people, and we recognize our sovereignty and express our gratitude at being here. This week on What the Finance, we wanted to spend a little bit of time uh, talking about salary negotiation, because it's a super helpful way to improve your personal finances, Mm -hmm. uh, both in the short term, but also in the long term, right? Because usually your employer, if you have retirement set up with your employer, they contribute a percentage of your salary. But salary negotiation for women can definitely feel like a minefield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or should say maybe especially for women. I don't, Cheyenne, have you ever negotiated sal- your salary before? Sort of. <laughs> um, hmm. I have typically worked in industries where the salary is there's a little bit of like negotiation room but when I say a little bit I mean like we're talking a dollar or two negotiation which is it you know does add up but it's not like we're not talking like tens of thousands of dollars so yes but not not to the extent that like people in other industries experience right Right. and I always think of that when I when I look at like salary salary negotiation tips from literally anywhere um (laughs) because well I think they're great tips I, I I do I also recognize that like when you're looking at people who work in specifically healthcare and education there's there's not as much wiggle room in there and so like I think one one thing that I saw a lot of last year on a pretty popular new video app was asking organizations what their budget is for a position, which is, I think, again, great if you are in certain industries. That is a great question. It's a great way to start. I like it. Um, I just also recognize that when you're looking at like people in the healthcare field, that's not like that wage is it's already set. It's the same for pretty much everybody else in that position. So it's not going to change too, too much. You're really only looking at maybe upwards of, I'd say $2 negotiation room on, on like the high, high end. Otherwise you're really only looking at a few cents here and there. 
Right. It's just, again, still important. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it can be a little bit disheartening, right? When you see like your peers saying, oh yeah, I negotiated a $10,000 boost to what they offered me. Like, yeah. In public and nonprofit employment, right, which is where both of those fields live, right? That maybe is not the dollar amount that you're gonna see. Right. One thing I've always seen that I have appreciated a lot is like, uh, actually, weirdly, taking the word salary out of it. Right. If you're looking for, like, if you're offered a new job, like you can negotiate non-money things mm-hmm. that are still going to improve uh, your life overall, right? Like negotiating additional vacation time, um, which, right, isn't going to cost the company any money on the front end. Uh, or like an education stipend, Again, not on the front end. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, retirement, that's a. Right. And something that I just recently learned was not, and we actually, we had this conversation, shameless plug in our Discord server. <laughs> um, I guess I didn't realize that not, it wasn't the norm for employers to offer life insurance. That's just, it's very common where we are. So I thought that that was just the norm. Mm. But as I learned, it's not as common as I thought, I guess. Well, and I think that a lot of people that are getting to be our age uh, will purchase like an additional, like a supplemental life insurance policy in addition Mm -hmm. to what their employers offer. Like, just in case. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, there are a lot of insurance benefits that you can negotiate that, again, will improve your long-term financial life, but you might be more likely to get a yes than to negotiate your salary. But when it comes to actual salary, I'm still, like, even within those public and nonprofit sectors, I still think it's a really good idea to try because the wage gap persists, mm. right? Like, you know, they're not lowballing the fellas here. <laughs> and that's super important to remember. But also, more and more households are finding women as the primary earners. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about you, right? It's also about your family, whatever that looks like. And it's also about the expectation that you're setting for your colleagues, both Mm -hmm. your current colleagues and people that are coming after you. And if you're, because one tip that I am a pretty big fan of which also I think encourages like some thoughtfulness and planning your next move, right? Like you're not, we're not always in a position to, to do that, but 
right? You've gotten laid off or whatever, but doing informational interviews with people in your field with the intent of asking, or like, how much do you make in a similar role? Like, that's also going to help you develop a baseline for what to ask for. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a super important piece of information, I think, to get in an informational interview. I agree. I also, I do use some websites that Mm -hmm. have company reviews and also have people who have anonymously submitted their salary data. It's a good starting point. It truly is. I highly recommend those. I know that they're a pain in the butt, but as I've mentioned before, I have a separate email set up for using for like, um, promotional stuff for websites and and such I use that same email for those that way I can see the information I'm looking for and my inbox is not cluttered with all of the stuff that they send (laughs) it's Um, helpful that's for sure it is having that information though is it is huge and I think that we're starting to see a shift towards people more openly talking about salary and benefits because as you know as we know it's it's they call it a, a compensation package yes. <laughs> um and salary is a piece of that i i also will say and i think that there was i i tweeted about this oh gosh months ago at this point if you are in a position in which you are posting jobs or you work for a place that does and you have any say whatsoever, put the salary range on your posting. Yep. Yep. I am so thankful that Colorado has decided that that's something that has to be on on job posts. And I'm really looking forward to the rest of the country following suit because it is so ridiculous to me that it is 2022 and we still have places posting jobs without salaries pretty much like i mean who who wants to waste their time like that although i am seeing this like on linkedin i'm seeing this idea persist really strongly that you know if you feel really strongly about the mission of the company and you really love them and you see yourself working there the money shouldn't matter i'm sorry is the mission gonna have my mortgage Uh uh-huh like you gotta knock it off. Yeah. Nobody is working for fun. No. We are all doing this job, whatever this job is, so that we can pay our bills. Right. So if you're gonna tell me from the outset that I can't pay my bills, I'm not gonna waste our time mm-hmm. applying. Right. I have with Colorado, I've seen a few uh posts here and there yeah for like remote work where it will say for Colorado residents the starting rate of this position is I saw one where it was eighty thousand dollars so I'm just gonna say eighty thousand dollars mm-hmm. like, so if you're not in Colorado <laughs> seems like you could still ask for somewhere around eighty thousand dollars again thank you Colorado which uh uh-huh because that basically sounds like a fortune to me like I'll be honest (laughs) yeah that's what a life of working in nonprofit and Uh education will do (laughs) 
Right. Right. I mean, I don't know. We just did our, say we, Nathan just did our taxes. So what I made last year is pretty uh, fresh on my mind. Not 80,000. Uh, nope. <laughs> not even close. Yeah. I think my take-home pay was like 35K. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is wonky from last year. So I don't uh, even know. Right. Right. I will shortly. <laughs> But anyway, so yeah. I think that when we start talking about like salary though and how like sometimes depending on what that, just that base starting salary is like, for example, me, I, I always have an idea in my head of, of what range I would be comfortable in. And I know that all of, all of the negotiation tactics say, don't, don't be the one to, to put a number out first. If I've done my research, I feel pretty confident that the range that I'm giving them is the range they were going to offer anyway. Like that's, and again, with that caveat of I've worked in industries in which a lot of that salary information is, is either just straight up public or comparable across this like the state and and other regions that are similar so so it's easy to look up I don't work in a super specialized position so (laughs) it's pretty easily found but like I said when I give them like in my head I'll I'll give them a range like just to be honest because I'm not going to go below what I've said my my lowest range is because I've already done like I've done the math and math to know what I need to make but I'm also willing to take that that lowest amount in like on the salary scale for the opportunity to have a conversation about like different benefits like if if I can get a little bit more vacation, that's worth it for me. But that's already after having done all of that other stuff <laughs> to know that that lowest is truly the lowest that I can I can go. And if if that doesn't work out for me or an employer, that's fine. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. Now I'll add this link in our episode description. So for anybody who's interested, they can check this out. But an organization that I'm a giant fan of is Basta. They have a salary negotiation guide that you can download for free from their website. And so like in our last few minutes here, one thing I wanted to make sure to mention was if you get a new job, right? Because it can feel pretty impossible to negotiate salary in a current mm-hmm. position, especially if you're a public or mm-hmm. nonprofit employee. Don't. So if you're offered a new job, don't say yes immediately. Right. Cause I think we've mm-hmm. all had that phone call, right? They call you up and they say, Hey, we'd really like to offer you the job. And this is how much we'd like to pay you. And like, Holy crap, maybe it sounds great. And you've been looking for a really long time. And so like, you're really literally willing to take mm-hmm. just about anything. Still don't say yes right away. Say something like, I'm really happy to hear from you. Could I get this offer in writing and then schedule a time to talk mm-hmm. to you about it? So that you can take some time, let that initial excitement kind of wear off a little bit and then come back and say, you know, hey, based on my research, the salary looks a little on the low side or I'd really like to earn more vacation time or this is a remote role. Can you give me 
uh, an allowance for office equipment, right? Like anything like yep. that. Because I think we've all been there. I've certainly not followed the advice that I am mm-hmm. giving the last time that I got a job offer. I was just like, yep, sounds good. And it's because I was desperate and I needed a job. But um, <laughs> if you can, mm-hmm. then you should. Like, just take a minute. I will also say something that I always, always do. And I, I'm, I'll, I'll mention off the bat here. I enjoy my current job. I have no intention of going anywhere anytime soon. It's great. With all that said, my LinkedIn is mostly updated. I do need to update it a little bit more. My LinkedIn is mostly updated. (laughs) My resumes are mostly updated. I have cover letters I can work from and I always keep those things. And I always still have job alerts because you never know. I, I once applied for a reach of a job that was, was neat. Like mm-hmm. it, I had a good job. I, I didn't, I wasn't in a position where I had to, to accept something. I, I applied for this reach of a job, interviewed, was offered, sat on the offer for like three days, went back and forth with them and was like, Hey, you know, like, these are the things that I would need to basically have in the world to make this happen and they were pretty great about like making those things happen so it was I mean it's it's truly easier to negotiate in those situations when you're not clouded by the I need to get out of here or I need a change or something like that like so even if you're happy in your job keep your resume and your LinkedIn updated keep job searches for just those stretch dream jobs you never know and I'm a nerd and I think that's fun (laughs) and I'm so sorry I have one last thing for real life we have all had jobs where your employer says you can't talk about wages that is against the law in the United States so under the National Labor Relations Act your right to discuss your wages with your colleagues wherever and whenever you want is protected by federal law. So if you get fired for discussing your wages, you have a hell of a lawsuit on your hands and you're probably going to win. Hashtag not a lawyer. Turns out we have like lots to say on this. It's it's as we usually do. Um, But as previously mentioned, one of the, the things about the morning recording is that we have a time limit, which is probably really good for Rachel and I. Um, and so something you may not know is that we hit that time limit. <laughs> yes. uh, so to wrap it up, do some research on the, on the salary for the position that you're, you're uh, applying for and hoping to get. Definitely, definitely do that. Also make sure to, to think about offers. Don't just like excitedly accept them, hard as it may be always have a resume updated and ready or even just like the outline of a a basic resume so that you could go and fill something out quick just in case something awesome comes up and then um join our discord because we we talk about nerdy things all the time in there we're a group of nerds so 
I guess I shouldn't say that because I don't know that everybody else identifies as a nerd. I assume they do, but I don't know for sure. I think it's a reasonable assumption. Uh. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you.